Hey, so before we jump into today's episode, I just want to give you a quick heads up on what's going on. Uh, today's episode is a repost. It is an older episode that I've decided to reshare with you because I think the value is there. And if you haven't heard it, it will be incredibly valuable to you. And the reason we're doing that, you may have noticed last week that we are no longer publishing daily. Uh, going forward, we will be publishing on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And the uh, the big reason for that change is to make sure that I can keep creating uh, great quality content that actually serves you and actually helps you solve the problems that you are facing. Uh, And then the reason for reposts this week is because we're actually going to be transitioning the show uh, to focus more on guest interviews and bringing in other people's perspective rather than just relying on my own. So this week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday will be repost episodes. Going forward, the schedule will be Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and there will be a lot more guests than normal. Thank you so much for sticking with it and enjoy today's repost. In this episode, I want to talk about design sprints and how you can use it to help you accomplish more of your goals. Take a second, relax, breathe, because you are now watching Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to talk about design sprints. Now, you might be wondering, what the heck does a design sprint have to do with goal setting? Well, I will tell you, dear audience. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, So uh, many of you know, many of you longtime listeners, new viewers, uh, you know that I recently started a new job. It was about two months ago now, so I guess it's still technically considered new, but for me, that's pretty invested. Um, uh, So I started working at uh, NASDAQ, and I'm a part of the product design team. Now, I'm a contractor. I go through a different company, but I'm in the, the company. I'm a part of the team. So one of the things that I learned very quickly was just sort of this introduction to a design sprint because that's part of the way that NASDAQ and many of the big tech companies, I would honestly say all of the big tech companies deal with project management, with figuring out how to design a product, how to figure out what to build, what are people going to use, so on and so forth. They break down these feature developments into design sprints. And a design sprint is exactly what it sounds like. So you set a clear goal, a clear objective. We want to learn X or we want to accomplish Y. Very clear, very specific. We use a smart goal method. So specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and whatever T stands for. I can't remember right now. Somebody figure that out and and comment below. I I would really love to know. Uh, But okay, so they use a smart goal approach pick something, some small thing they can figure out. And then they, they pick a period of time that they're going to go after this singular thing for, decide what success looks like, and then they just go all in. So in the case of NASDAQ, you know, we're building out all of these different products and uh, we decide ahead of time, these are the things that are most important. These are the user stories that people have said you know, they're having trouble with these areas or they want this or whatever it is. And uh, we, we get very specific. We say we have two weeks 
to work on these projects and get some solution done. And it doesn't have to be the greatest solution, but something has to be done at the end of those two weeks. And then we each go our separate ways. We do a check-in halfway through. And uh, then we check in when the sprint is done. Now, when I first started, I was honestly blown away at this because I had heard of design sprints, but I'd never really used it in my own life. I'd never had a reason to. I've always worked at small companies who never approached their uh, productivity this way, or at least not so blatantly. And so I was like, oh, wow, is this like a NASDAQ thing? Like, is this something I can share? Uh, Like, I wasn't really sure. But then... When I was at work, I found this book and it just sort of clarified everything to me because I realized this is actually a pretty commonly used approach, but is important nonetheless. So uh, this book, it's called Sprint. For those of you watching on YouTube, you can obviously see it. For those of you listening on the podcast, it's called Sprint, How to Solve Big Problems and Test New Ideas in Just Five Days. It's by Jake Knapp with John Zaratsky and Braden Now, none of those people's names mean anything to you or me, but all three of them work at Google Ventures, which is Google's incubator arm. They they just sort of help ideas grow. So I picked up this book, started reading through it, and bam, just like that, it hit me. Like sprints can be used to improve our regular lives, not just products. Like sprints can be used in life. Sprints can be used around goal setting. And once that hit me, I was like, you know what? I need to immediately tell the world about this because I don't think we talk about this stuff anymore or enough. Rather, I don't think we talk about this stuff. The same process that Google uses to create some of the best products in the world, the stuff that has us all addicted, like Google has used this to basically take over the world. Imagine what your life would look like if you used it to accomplish your goals. So how does a sprint work? Let's dive into this because I want to make sure you walk away with not just the understanding of what a sprint is, but a very clear like this is how you use it. So let's take an example. Let's say you want to get a better job. Okay, you want to get a better job. What are the things required to do that? You might have to learn a new skill. You might have to go back to school. You might have to go networking and meet some people. You might have to redo your resume, your cover letter, figure out how to do interviews well. There's a long list of things you might have to do. So let's pick one of them. You know, let's get very specific. You want, you currently work as a, uh, I don't know, web designer at XYZ company. You don't get paid enough. I'm basically giving you my life. Um, You don't get paid enough and you want to get a better job as a web designer at a different company. Okay, so you don't have to go back to school. You already have the skill. You don't have to really learn a new skill because you already have it. So so let's say that is your goal. You want to get a better company at ABC company. You currently work at XYZ company and they're terrible. How can you approach this as a sprint? Well, what are some of the specific things you need to accomplish in order to do that? So you may need to redo your resume. You may need to redo your cover letter. You may need to get better at interviewing. Okay. Uh, so let's pick one of those. And and this is, I want to make sure you guys notice how deep I'm drilling into this. Like you need to be specific on these sprints because it, that will help propel you towards success. So let's pick the resume option. So you are a web designer, you work at XYZ company, you hate it, you want to move to ABC company. But in order to do that, you need to first improve your resume. Okay. Very clear uh, goal that, that you've just set up. Specific, measurable, 
actionable, uh, realistic, and whatever T stands for. So let's break this very specific goal down into a sprint. Now, in the beginning of a sprint, you always start with research. You need to know what the problem is before you can try to solve it, right? That's a very basic idea, I think. So you need to know what the problem is before you can try to solve it. Um, What is the problem? Well, your resume uh, doesn't have enough credentials on it. It's not clear enough. You're still highlighting stuff from high school jobs like McDonald's or wherever it is. Um, and, And so your resume doesn't really stand out. But the only way you can know that is if you start to ask questions is if you reach out to your friends that are web designers and see what their resume looks like. The people that are working at the companies you want to be at, see what their resumes look like, figure out, you know, what is the difference between theirs and yours. If you reach out to recruiters, like literally if you go to Twitter and search recruiters at different companies and just ask them, hey, what is an example of a great resume? What are the key things that need to be on a great resume? Many of them will just respond like they want you to be successful because it means they get paid a commission. So they'll just respond and say, hey, a good resume needs to have these five things. And you can take that list, look at your resume and say, oh, I don't have those five things. Okay, now you have your research. Now you know what it is you're missing. What is the problem you need to solve? Okay, step one, done in the bag. Step two is setting the timeline. You need to sit down and figure out, okay, I know what problem I need to solve. When is this problem going to be solved by? And the whole idea of a sprint is to go fast. You want to move quickly because moving quickly allows you to remove any of the distractions that force us to, you know, uh, prioritize perfection or uh, whatever it is. Like you want to move fast. So do not set a sprint time of a month especially for this resume problem. Do not set a sprint time for a month. If you decide you want to get a new job, and your resume is out of date, you should not be in that same position 30 days later. There's zero excuse. I understand that you might have a family. I understand that, you know, time is limited, but you can sacrifice in other areas in order to make that happen because it's a short-term sacrifice. You can cut out the gym for a month. And you guys know I'm all about balancing these areas, but The point is to balance it over the macro of your lifetime. It's not about staying in balance day to day because that is nearly impossible. So if your goal is to revamp your resume, 30 days later, you shouldn't be in the same spot. You should have revamped the resume. So sit down, find the time, pull it from somewhere. Maybe ask your spouse to take on extra duties with the kids or do a little bit more chores like just for this 30 day period. Find a way to sacrifice in order to get yourself more time so you can accomplish this. Okay, back to the sprint. Sorry about that. Um, But I think it's important. I think it's important to really highlight the importance of speed. Like going fast matters. So I did a vlog called Go Fast and Break Things, um, which is inspired by Facebook. But all right, so uh, set your timeline. You have the problem figured out. You need to revamp your resume. You know what's wrong with it. You know what it's missing. Give yourself in this scenario, I would say a week, five days, you're going to take your resume from where it currently is to a much, much better place in five days. And you're going to put in the time to do that every day because you know what the problem is. You know what it's missing. It's just an issue of execution at this point. And how do you define success? Well, you're going to have to test it. You're going to have to put it into uh, practice. So that's step three. Step one, you found the problem. Step two, you set your timeline. Step three, you need to get feedback and and put it into practice somehow. 
So maybe for this scenario of you're a web designer, your resume is not as good and you need to get it better. Maybe putting it into practice is actually applying to jobs. Or maybe it's just going back to those same recruiters and saying, hey, here's my resume. I took your advice, like would really love to just hear your thoughts. A lot of people will respond if you take their advice because everyone wants to feel needed. Everyone wants to feel valued. So if they give you advice and you go back to them and say, hey, I took your advice. Here's my results. Like they're much more likely to respond to that. So you need to determine at the end of this sprint, this is how I'm going to test whether or not this sprint was successful. And uh, in this case, it's going to recruiters and the recruiters who helped you and saying, hey, here's the resume. What are your thoughts? And then you just execute like that's it. There's four fairly basic steps to this. Like there's a lot of problems you'll need to solve along the way, but there's four fairly basic and straightforward steps. You identify the issue. You set your timeline. You determine what success looks like. And then you sit down and you work. That's it. That's all it takes. But if you apply that framework to whatever goal you have, I can almost promise you that you'll start to see some really, really great results, especially if you combine that with progressive overload, which we talked about in yesterday's episode or the last episode. So I'm going to leave you there. Design sprints are something that I've come to learn uh, is used at every single top company in the world to create the amazing products we're all addicted to. They move quickly, they determine very clear outcomes and they go for it. And then they test those results and see whether or not it makes sense. And they do the research. I think that we can apply that to our lives. And I think the way we do that is by taking that same framework, figure out the problem, identify the, the timeline, set the, the success metric and then execute. If we can do that, I think we can each start to accomplish virtually all of our goals. So with that said, uh, I want to leave you with a podcast to listen to. In today's podcast recommendation, it is uh, Fearless and Healthy by Ian Ryan. Now, Ian is a friend of mine. I've had him on the show, I believe. I think I have like back in episode 80 or something like that. Um, He's had me on his show, which was fantastic. Uh, he is all about fitness. He's all about success and, and just being better, just being better, fearless and healthy. Like it's in the name of the show. Uh, he does fantastic interviews. He also does some solo stuff. He is a personal trainer and he really knows his stuff. I've reached out to him for advice on countless occasions and gotten extreme value out of it. So highly recommended head over uh, if you're on the podcast app or if you're on, you know, the computers, find the show, search fearless and healthy with Ian Ryan, subscribe, check it out, tweet at me at Greg Clunas. Let me know what you thought or tweet at Ian. Uh, I believe it's at fearless and healthy or at Ian Ryan or something like that. I don't know. Tweet at me and I'll send it to him. Um, but with that said, thank you for listening. If you're listening to the podcast, thank you for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, for those of you listeners, when you have a moment, head over to my YouTube, youtube.com slash Greg Clunas. Click the subscribe button. I'm doing video versions of this show now. I'm trying to do that as often as I can. I'm also doing some other awesome videos around um, just highlighting and making fun of the ridiculous things we all do to sabotage our own success, which we all do all do it. And there's a lot of comedy in it. So I, I, I want to point that out. 
and and just highlight it and allow us to ask the questions that we need to ask in order to do better in those areas. Uh, so head over youtube.com slash Greg Clunas, hit the subscribe button. If you're watching on YouTube, hit comment. Let me know what you thought about this. Share it with one person. Um, click the like button. Make sure that you're subscribed if, if you aren't. And with all of that said, thank you for listening. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.